This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy com or underdog fantasy in the app store sign up with promo code pitcher list and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 must be 18 year older 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concerned with your play call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in New York call 1-877-8 Hope and why in Tennessee call 1-800-889-9789. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 28th. Happy Monday, everybody. And yes, we're going to talk about baseball. I know my schedule has been thrown off for a loop. I apologize, but we're going to just go into this. Mike Clevenger, seven innings pitch, one hit run, one hit, two walks, and 10 strikeouts. Golden gold, 21 was 42% CSW. This was insane. His four-seamer was really good. He's, he hit 97. Sometimes they really came down to like 94 and change. Um, but the the breaking ball. Now, I think he has a slider and a curveball. Savant is going to say that it's a cutter and a slider, but the slider to them is 80 miles per hour. That breaking ball was really good, 12 whiffs on the day. Then you had the the harder one around high 80s that was thrown a little bit at the beginning and then just wasn't anymore, and they had decent change-ups. It was a really good breaking ball. And this is a better breaking ball than I've seen from Clevenger a lot this season. That said, uh, this was against Oakland, and I think they really fed into it. But he does get the Tigers twice now, and Clevenger is worthwhile for those. And we're glad to see that he is at least uh, doing well for your fantasy teams. Um, outside of the game is another story. Uh, Luis Castillo against the Royals, 7 innings, 0 runs, 1 hit, 1 walk, and 6 strikeouts. Ace is going to ace. Uh, you have Aaron Nola doing great things as well. Seven innings, zero runs, one hit, one walk, and nine strikeouts. 80% four seamers and curveballs again. I like this. He only threw four sinkers. One actually was inside and worked. But, uh, I mean, really, it was just those two pitches killing it. The uh, the changeup did well-ish. It's fine. And as long as those two pitches are doing their thing, he should be good enough. Um, I mean, he has the opportunity for these if those other pitches, the 20 other percent, doesn't allow all the hits as we've seen in the past. Justin Verlander against the Tigers did exactly what you were supposed to do. Seven strikeouts and a sub-one whip and zero and runs. But it was only five innings, which is a little bit weird. Um, but he got the win and also who really cares. Uh, we have Brian Owing going against the Nationals. Yeah, it wasn't really good. He just wasn't anything special. Um, he was open for against the uh, for by JT Chargois. Owing is not a guy that you want to go for. Very limited ceiling. I don't really expect him to do this a whole lot more. Gavin Stone was opened for by Caleb Ferguson. Four earned runs uh, in six frames. I, I guess that's fine. Um, I don't really think that Stone is worth your time because it's change-up focused. And uh, yeah, it's just not the thing you want to go for. I wonder if the the Dodgers are actually going to lean on Gavin Stone more moving forward and do this kind of thing. I don't think he has enough of a ceiling. You have Javier Assad against the Pirates. Got the win. Seven innings, one and run. Three hits, two walks, and seven Ks. Good cutters once again. A good fastball. He does get uh, 
does get Cincinnati next, but then he has the Giants after that. So I'm cool with that Giants start. Just he's not really a strikeout guy, right? He's not going to go seven innings of seven Ks moving forward. So lower your expectations there. Tie block against the Orioles, seven innings, one run, three hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. Yeah, he cruised against the Orioles. A lot of these Rockies pitchers, as I mentioned this yesterday, maybe even the day before, are kind of decent outside of cores, especially in situations where it's Camden, where that's a wonderful place to pitch. Now, he does host the Jays next in cores, so obviously not, but Block and the Rockies are heading to San Francisco after that. They may be some sneaky streamers there. Just something to think about. David Peterson took full advantage of the Angels. That is seven innings, one run, three hits, three walks, and eight strikeouts. Just... Two out of 42 whiffs on everything but fastballs. That doesn't add up to me for David Peterson as we want the slider to be what it used to be, right? Four seamers and sinkers got 10 whiffs, which is nice. I have my reservations moving forward with David Peterson. Griffin Canning was on the other side of this. Seven innings, one run, five hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts. 17 whiffs here, 37% CSW. You'll love to see it. And it was 10 four-seamer whiffs on it. Also exceptional to see. And then he had his change in slider doing heavy lifting inside the zone. This is great. He gets the athletics in a week. I'm all for that with Griffin Canning. Slate Sony against the Reds. 5.2 innings of one earned run. Three hits, zero walks, and five Ks. Uh, he survived. Props to him. He does get the Orioles next. This was the Reds in Arizona. I don't think that Slate Sony does much to really get and you to really consider this in a 12-teamer, not even really even a 15-teamer. Tanner Houck against the Dodgers. Four innings, one run, five hits, two walks, and four Ks. Honestly, if he pitched against anything but the Dodgers, this probably would have been better. The slider was really, really good. That's what we want to see. He hugged arm side with everything else. Uh, sinkers were there too. Uh, cutters were also backdoor like that. It was interesting. 80 pitches from Houck means that he is stretched out now. With the Royals up, you might want to consider it. I'm not saying that you need to do this in 12-teamers, but this could be really fun, Tanner Houck. We've seen that before. Trevor Williams, never him, but hey, I'm glad he had some good pitch separation and did well um, against the Marlins, but we're not going to go for that moving forward. Graham Ashcraft against the Diamondbacks, 6.2 innings of two and runs, seven hits, one walk, and five Ks. He's a Vargas really. The sinker disappeared, which is unfortunate. The, the, cu- the cutter and slider did good things, though. And he's on our roster for the Cubs next. We just got to do it. We hold on to Graham Ashcraft. We keep going here. Drew Rom against the Phillies. He's on the Cardinals. If you don't know him, 5.1 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 1 walk, and 6 Ks. I'm weirded out that he throws 90-91 on the heater. I don't really think that he's that exceptional. He's very lucky to have avoided the Padres and Atlanta, as we thought that's what his schedule would be. in. But instead, he's getting the Phillies and now Pirates way better. This could work out against the Pirates for Drew Rahm at 96 pitches as well. It's it's fine. He'll be a questionable start for that one. Carlos Rodon went against the Rays, 4.2 innings, ugh, but 200 runs for its two walks and 7Ks is kind of cool. I'm 18 whiffs here. We're finally getting that 10 over 38 whiffs on the four-seamer. That's good. More siders than four-seamers, I kind of dig because he was able to get strikes with it. This is This is getting better for Carlos Rodon. And he does get the Astros next, which is really annoying. But I want to say that we should be kind of falling back in love with Carlos Rodon pretty soon. 
Alec Marsh had one of those ridiculous nights where he all of a sudden gets nine strikeouts. Nice to see. He won't go eight for 36 whiffs in the four-seamer again, okay? So we don't need to really focus on that. Jack Flaherty against Rocky Road inside of Baltimore. 5.2 innings, three and runs, seven hits, one walk, three Ks. I'm glad to see him back. And honestly, I think he pitched better than the near very poor quality start would suggest. So I'm cool with this. He gets the Diamondbacks and Angels next. Yeah, I think that's a hold and start there. Jordan Montgomery against the Twins. A little disappointing. 5.1 innings of three and runs, six base runners, four Ks. Um, yeah, the curve disappeared. Changeup was good. Curve wasn't. And as long as he has both of those, he's good. If he doesn't, then he's kind of boring like this. Alex Fajardo against the Astros. Yeah, no. A 4.2 innings, 300 runs, 7 hits, 4 walks, 2 Ks. He doesn't have much outside of the slider. And that wasn't even that great. But it was the Astros. Now he does get the White Sox. And there is a chance it does work for Fajardo. It's just not something that I do want to chase. We have other guys to start talk about from yesterday, of course, today and tomorrow's games. And we're going to be talking about all of that after this break. This podcast is sponsored by Underdog. Want to make money making picks on MLB games? And you have to try Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In Underdog's Pick'em game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick to two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy in the app store. Sign up with promo code PITCHERLIST and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 year older, 19 year older in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or older in Massachusetts and Arizona, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1 800 Next Step. In New York, call 1 877 8 Hope NY. In Tennessee, call 1 800 889 9789. Tristan Beck went 4.1 innings of three and runs against Atlanta, and I just don't care. 70 pitches. It's not going to happen. Uh, I don't really want to do anything really with the the Giants pitcher save for Alex Cobb. Zach Littell finally got his win, but it was six hundred runs of four. Uh, sorry, six innings of four hundred runs. Right? At least he got a sub one whip. That's cool. Four Ks. He's he's just a win chasing streamer. If you're into that, awesome. Otherwise, you don't really need to go after him uh, against the Guardians next. It's fine. But yeah, not really something that I'm just absolutely holding on to. You say Kikuchi against the Guardians stumbled a little, six innings of four and runs, but six hits, two walks, eight Ks. The slider's still really good. He's very much there. I'm a believer moving forward in him. Paul Blackburn against the White Sox, six innings, four and runs, nine hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. He got a bit singled out here. It was a decent approach. You know, this is kind of what you deal with with Blackburn. It's not really something that I want to go with constantly. He's a desperate streamer. Michael Walker got banged up a bit, Five 5.1 innings of four and runs. Four hits, five walks, and five Ks. Ugh. You know, it's just one of those days. Um, you, you just keep starting Michael Waka. Jared Schuster against the Giants, 4.2 innings of four and runs. He's not there. And man, it's so disappointing because I really thought, I really liked what I saw in spring training. He just really hasn't been able to get the same whiffs on the slider. Adrian Hauser was pulled early with a forearm injury. I feel bad for him. Poor guy. Bryce Wilson came in after. We don't want to touch Bryce Wilson. Noah Syndergaard against the Jays. Yeah, we knew that the other start was weird, and he didn't do well here, and we just don't we just don't start Syndergaard. Bailey Falter, unfortunately, really didn't do well. 4.2 innings of 600 runs, 7 hits, 1 walk, 3 Ks. His four-seamer wasn't as good. 
you know, the slider was solid, didn't get enough support. He could still do well. I mean, this was the Cubs. He could do well against the Cardinals or the Brewers, but yeah, I just don't. Blech. There wasn't really a fun, like, oh man, I want to go after that streamer guy. And unfortunately, Folter was the one I chose, and all the other ones actually did okay. Just how it is sometimes. Billy Ober went against the Rangers as well, and yeah. I mean, it's the Rangers. Don't don't overjudge uh, the start uh, from Folter, because it's the Rangers. They are elite. <laughs> That's why Ober was in the questionable start tier. Okay. Uh, today's starting pitcher rankings, you have Kevin Gosman, Blake Snell, Kenta Maeda, Andrew Abbott, all very clear auto start. Zach Allen is here against the Dodgers. Of course, he's an ace, but it's the Dodgers, so he's an auto start because he's an ace, but yeah, you can't really uh, jump at it. You have Grace Rodriguez, Bobby Miller at the bottom of this, White Sox and Diamondbacks. Yeah, you're starting both of them if you have them. I was tempted to put Lucas Giolito also in that top tier. He's been really good the last two, much better looking and as part of his uh, repertoire. However, it's not as long of a track record I think as the other guys I had Philly so it's a little dangerous there but yeah probably start obviously you're you're very likely to do that one Brian Wu in Oakland or against Oakland is a stream pick of the day love that it can stream him definitely go and do that John Gray and Chris Sale uh and it is more contentious probable starts because John Gray against the Mets feels right uh the fastball has been fine and the slider is great so I think we're in a good spot with John Gray while Chris Sale I think pitched better than the line was last time when he got the Astros. Gets them again now. I think I'm just going to do it. I think he's I think he's got it. Slider was so good. And his fastball velocity ramped up by the end. The questionable start here. You have Tywin Walker against the Angels. So the Angels are terrible. Tywin Walker, I have no idea what we should be expecting there. So, okay, questionable start. Juan Aviedo, he's a cherry bomb. Christian Javier against Boston. I don't know, man. Reese Olsen against the Yankees. I hope it's the best slider in everything. Wayne Miley, but it's against the Cubs, and the Cubs are kind of good. So be careful a little bit there. Uh, Jameson Tyne on the other side. He's, he's been squeezing the most out of his repertoire recently. But yeah, it's not really the thing you want to chase. And Luis Severino against the Tigers. It's, there's a chance. He's looked better, but oh boy. It's the Tigers. Yeah. Do not start to Kyle Harrison gets the Reds because Kyle Harrison has not gone to five innings all year, including the minors and the command is bad. So no, it's a fun fastball though. I really do think he's... She should be their future closer, in my view. Zavin Curry against the Twins. No. Uh, Bryce Elder in cores. No. Zach Greinke does whatever he does. Josiah Gray against the Jays. No. Michael Kopech ugh, against the Orioles. No. Tyler Ward McGill. Hopefully, it, he deserves that name against the Rangers, but it's the Rangers. Uh, you have Austin Gomber and Kyle Muller also down here. Uh, and you have Adam Wainwright closing it out. Pretty obvious stuff there. Um, tomorrow's starters, you have Pablo Lopez, he's going to ace guy, uh, of course, with George Kirby, Clayton Kershaw, Sandy Alcantara, Corbin Burns inside this tier. Cole Reagans against the Pirates, honestly, he's an auto start. How could you not start Cole Reagans tomorrow against Pittsburgh? Uh, same with Tarek Skubal against the Yankees and Justin Steele, who has not had his best command. And it's kind of annoying to me. So... I'm a little little weirded out by that one, but yeah, no, auto start him, of course, uh, as well as Jose Barrios against the Nationals. Uh, you have Gavin Williams, uh, Seth Lugo, Aaron Savali, Dean Kramer, Brandon Williamson, and Merrill Kelly in that probable start tier. The other ones are all Tobies and stuff. Gavin Williams is a little bit more of a cherry bomb, but it's uh, the Twins. While you also have Merrill Kelly at the bottom here against the Dodgers, uh, so do what you want there. It's very contentious concerning how elite of an offense the Dodgers are. But still, uh, Merrill Kelly just has been that good that I understand if you just want to go with it anyway. Questionable start here. Michael Renson has been that good, Toby, except for the last two where the wheels have started to come off. But it's the Angels. 
So I was really tempted to put in the probable start, but it actually has been like kind of bad for Lorenzen the last two. So we'll see. Um, Alex Cobb against the Reds. He did have his splitter last time. However, it's the second time in 10 starts, I think it is, for Alex Cobb. You, It's a cherry bomb. Same with Charlie Morton in cores. JP France, who just allowed 10 earned runs, they let they like let out the dry though. So he would have done this would have been like uh like six earned runs or something. And he gets Boston now. I feel like he should still be started here. Uh Tyler Anderson against the Phils. He has a really good changeup right now. But it's the Phils. I don't know. Brian Bayo gets the Astros. Andrew Heaney's a cherry bomb against the Mets. Jose Quintana gets the Rangers. Ugh, why does it have to be the Rangers? He does have a much better schedule after this. So if you have a Jose Catania you're debating this one, then maybe just bench and then hold at this point. I was saying get rid of him a week ago because he had the Astros before that we didn't want. But now that's closer to the beneficial one in a week, then maybe. And Johnny Brito should have an opener that is Michael King um, going against the Tigers. So that may be uh, this vultured win for you. And lastly, you have the do not start here. Ken Waldachuk is a strikeout play if you need it against the Mariners, but he's not that consistent with it. Same with Mackenzie Gore, but against the Jays. Zach Thompson, I do like... But he gets the Padres, who are so good against lefties, and he just doesn't have enough of, an, of, of a ceiling at the moment with a very low floor. Jesse Schultz against the Orioles isn't the worst thing ever, but yeah, no. I don't know if Luis Ortiz is going to be pitching for the, the Royals. He might have an opener. He might not. I it, it, we haven't seen good Luis Ortiz. He has not gone long. No, thank you. But then Peter Lambert is hosting Atlanta in cores. Absolutely not. All right, that is it for today. Thank you all so much for dealing with my terrible schedule. I will be at the Dodgers game on Thursday. We are in, I think, reserve 16 is what I'm told. So if you're going to the Dodgers game on Thursday, you want to say hi, let us know. It was really great meeting people at the uh, the Giants game last Friday. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I met the guy who created the term hipster in person. That is Matt Chandler, who DM'd me that a while ago. I was like, this is amazing. Um, but yeah, I would love to to meet you and uh, and to see you. We also have an official meetup on Saturday. Check out my uh, Twitter profile. It's a pinned tweet at the moment. Um, you can also see that on the site. We have a uh, meetup in Pasadena on Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Check that out on the site. And of course, on my Twitter handle, at PitcherList, that's the pinned tweet. But that is it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your babs be low and your strikeouts high.